At Delane Gibson, we strive to educate our clients and the public on finer aspects of risk. For this podcast, BOR stands for Brothers of Risk. Chip and Ted Gibson will dive into important topics on risk management, personal and commercial insurance, employee benefits, HR consulting, and what's going on at DG. We will try to translate the complicated contract and policy-laden insurance world into pragmatic advice, all while bantering as brothers and partners at Deland Gibson. All right, welcome back. Episode three. We're really excited to be here this week and um, and go over another really important aspect of our of our daily lives that we want to impart more knowledge on you. And uh, this is Chip Gibson. And Ted Gibson. And we're going to talk to you about uh, buying a home. So really, the goal of this podcast is to create pragmatic advice for our listeners. Often, insurance is an afterthought when you're making one of the biggest decisions of your life. That's buying a home. You know, we we might be a a little biased when I say this, but we feel that in some instances with new uh, home buyers, that insurance is an afterthought, and it's simply a part of the mortgage process where you know, that checkbox needs to be checked uh, in order to complete the mortgage. But there's many important factors to the mortgage process and tying that in with the insurance process. And what we really want to talk to you is a lot of times there's pressure around time frames when you're buying a home or about to sign a PNS. And we just really want to be here to say, don't get boxed in with a realtor or someone else who's pushing for the close. We want to advise you to take the time and get what you need. Oftentimes it's well before the close, weeks before the close, and they're saying we can't move on until we get a binder, but that's not always the case. So we just want to advise to do what's right for you versus what's right for the people who are trying to get you closed. Get ready. In this episode, we'll go over aspects to consider when buying a home and how many of them should be done before you put in an offer rather than after that. Yeah, exactly. So. Before you you buy a home, really call your rep at DG. There are so many things that can strategically affect your insurance policy that you should know before going in and signing a PNS. For example, where is the house located, and what and, and what is it doing to protect from from the area that might be affecting it? For example, if it's a fire risk, what's the protection class? Meaning, how far away is the fire department? If it's an eight or a nine, that means you're in the middle of the woods, and is there a water source there? Because if there's not, a lot of times insurance companies do not want to insure a house like that, or it's gonna cost a lot of money. Other stuff to think about, is it coastal? Do you have the proper shutters in place to, to deal with high winds? Or if you're in Florida, you know, getting wind coverage in general is, 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 can be tricky. So what is, what's the details around, when was it built? What code is it up to? Um, what, how much, what, what grade level hurricane can it withstand? And really, one of the biggest risks we see is flood. Is it in a flood zone? You know, with a mortgage, if you, if you have a mortgage, you need to get flood insurance. A really good example of reaching out to Delane Gibson before building a house. We had a client, who called in was like, hey, can you check out my property? This is the plot of land. I'm gonna be building a house and this is where I wanna build it. Well, let's say it was a square property. There was a river that ran through the middle of it. And right, and we, we determined after running a mapping 
that it was in the middle of a really high velocity flood zone. So what does that mean? That means if you have a mortgage on that property, it's gonna cost a lot of money to buy flood insurance. Additionally, there's a risk to flood insurance long-term because legislatively, there's uncertainty with the solvency of the National Flood Insurance Program, so costs could go up even more. So, do you have any options? Well, this family did. We found that the other side of the, of the plot was not in a flood zone. So we advised them to build the house there. Yes, the view wasn't as perfect, but it wasn't bad. And they didn't have to carry flood insurance. So that's a really good example of, of before buying a house or before building a house, you know, talking with Delane Gibson and really understanding what's going on and what are the risks associated. Yeah, and, and also another, another example, another reason to talk to Delane Gibson prior to closing on your home is that the typical process for the home, for home buying process, you, you see the house, you put an offer, you have up to seven days to do a home inspection, and then it's 30 or 60 or 60 or 90 days until you actually close in that house and move in. We find that most of the time, the insurance process for buying a new home is done closer to the closing, where once you sign the PNS, you're locked in. And another example that we had is, is a client was going through the home buying process, and prior to the PNS, this client called us and said, you know, I was informed that this house had an ice dam back in that terrible blizzard we had up here in the north in 2015, or blizzards. So we ran, uh, we as an agent, we have the ability to access prior loss history, and because we have this capability, this house, this client was potentially going to buy, had four claims in the last five years. So that just gave the client a lot of information about the home, whether you know that the previous owner did any mitigation, did they put in spray foam insulation, did they fix the roof, did they take any action to prevent that from happening again? And or or are they are they buying a lemon? Or was, exactly. it, was it bad luck or was exactly. it a lemon? So there, there's that's a really good really good example on um, just knowing what you're getting yourself into. But but typically most home buyers will call the agent two weeks before closing and the PNS is already signed, so they don't. They're stuck with the lemon home with that. Yeah, they're SOL. Yeah. Um, other aspects to think about: When was it built? If it's a really old house, that may limit some of the aspects of what insurance companies want to write it. Is there an old roof? Is there knob and tube wiring? If there's knob and tube wiring, you're not going to get a standard market to do it until it's removed. It's just going to add costs, and that's something that might be found in your inspection. But do you want to be dealing with it at that point, or do you want to know about it going before going in? Um, also, things to consider, you know, if it's over a million dollars, if the replacement cost is over a million dollars, you know, what it would take to rebuild the home, you're going to need an alarm. Does it have an alarm system? Or is that something you have to install after the fact? And, and another thing to consider, too, if, if you're moving into a home and you want to do some work to it, that is not going to be under a standard homeowner's policy. That would be under a builder's risk policy, which is acceptable by the bank if you do have a mortgage, but things to consider before before buying a home, before taking out insurance policy, will you be doing work to the home? How long will that project take? Um, yeah, how much is it gonna cost? Because that, that's a, that's a you can get a homeowner's policy 
to do it if it's a short period of time it's not a huge amount of money but if it's if it's longer than six to eight weeks yeah you're gonna have to get a new policy um, on the construction front is are you building a new home because if you're building a new home that's that's something that's a little different too because you're gonna need to get a builder's risk like Ted referenced for to, if it's a ground-up build you're gonna also have to have a separate liability policy because often these things are not able to be written on a homeowner's form and there's other aspects to consider with getting proper risk transfer set up with the builder because there's a lot of stuff that they can add you to their insurance policy to cover you in case something goes wrong on the property. So really the list goes on and on and it all depends on the specific situation that you're in. So again, call Deland Gibson, talk to one of us, talk to your rep, we will walk you through the situation to, and advise you on, on what to do. And this is all we're talking about is stuff that should be happening before you put an offer in. And we understand that often there's not a lot of time, but we can help guide you to know some of the big components so you're armed and dangerous in, in knowing uh, and you've done your homework before you're putting in an offer. And one thing to consider too, when you are buying a new home, that is a, is a new, I'm sorry, if you are moving into a home where you wanna do work and you have hired a contractor, you're going through that process with the contractor, one thing to keep in mind is that part of the, co the, the contract you end up taking out with the contractor you choose is, is called subrogation. This has been an issue that's come up where subrogation means that if there's a loss at your home, the insurance company would have the right to subrogate against the builder if they are deemed liable for whatever claim it is. If the contract you have with the contractor states that um, they do not want to, have to be subrogated against if there's a loss, some insurance companies will not want to insure your home if you have taken out that type of contract. So once again, as Chip mentioned, there's a laundry list of things to, to think about and that's why Delane Gibson's here. We, we have this information and we're well versed in, in helping you navigate you know, this extremely stressful time in your life. So we've been talking about what happens before you uh, have an accepted offer. Ted, why don't you lead us through what happens after you have an accepted offer? So then that gets into the process of um, insuring your home, what type of insurance program you want, what type of insurance product in terms of coverages that you want. And many, many, one main issue I feel that insurance agents have with articulating to the consumer is the replacement costs on the home versus real estate value. Um, real estate values are, are really high in, in Metro West and in all of Massachusetts. And you could buy a home for a million dollars and the replacement costs could be 600 or 700,000. Um, so there's, there's a lot of different things to consider when you're discussing with your agent what the replacement cost of the home should be. Other items within coverages that I mentioned is companies offer full replacement cost value, guaranteed replacement costs, or they offer a, um, on the dwelling coverage on the, on the policy line, if it's a $750,000 home, you could get fully guaranteed replacement costs, which means, or guaranteed replacement costs, which means if the house is a total loss and the, the builder deems it's uh, you know, 1.5 to rebuild, a guaranteed replacement cost policy will, will build no matter what the cost is. 
where other insurance companies offer 100%, 125%, or 150% of the replacement cost value. Also, there is a cash out option if you had a total loss where the insurance company will simply cut you a check for the replacement cost that's listed on your policy. But not every policy has that, but that's a really important you know, consideration when, after you're, you're looking to uh, purchase insurance. Um, and another, another thing to consider that, that we run into a lot, if clients are buying homes and they're in a trust, these waters are hard to navigate. However, using the example of the home you're buying and putting in a trust, if the trust is paying the insurance bills, you as the new homeowner will have your worldwide liability limited because of that. To help give that coverage back, you as the homeowner will actually have to purchase a renter's policy or an HO4 to get that coverage back. Because really, it's a great point, Ted. What's really happening is you're not the owner of the home, the trust is. And that's how the insurance policy looks at it. And that's how it got to be. That's why it won't extend certain things like liability. It's not gonna, if, if, if the contents of the home aren't owned by the trust, they're owned by the individuals, there's no coverage. So there's a lot of tricky little aspects that come in that the estate planning can throw a wrench into the insurance buying process. So again, it gets back to calling Deland Gibson. We're here to walk you through these tricky insurance conversations and, um, and, and really that's what we get paid to do. So we are here to help you be properly positioned from an insurance and risk management standpoint. So through these big life decisions of buying a home, give us a buzz. We'd love for you to call us before you buy it, but understand 100% if you don't. Either way, we're here to help you, and, um, and, and that's what we want to get, get across in today's podcast. So from, uh, from Chip Gibson. And Ted Gibson. We thank you very much, and I hope you tune in to the next episode. Thank you.